in three, two, one, go. The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Viewer discretion is advised. We the people tell the government what to do. It doesn't tell us. You actually have to be clever at being stupid. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm gonna tell you something. I've been to two goat ropings and a county fair, and I ain't never seen no shit like this before. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by gold. You know the you know the thing. What? You refer to people with a capacity for pregnancy. With every woman, yeah, there's no problem, Lloyd. We'd be classy and sophisticated. Look at the fun bags on that horse helm. Trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. You want to talk about slow? I'll give you slow. He moved so slow, it was like he was raised by a wild pack of turtles. We need a live was there a live rooster? We need a live rooster to take the curse off Jose's glove. I had no idea you could milk a cat. Oh, yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. Y'all have bones around on cheesesteaks. I was chatting on AIM with this guy. Jose is from England, and I speak fluent American, so there's a bit of a language barrier. But he knew really good English. Jesus Christ on a motorbike. What was that? You know what that sound means. You know what the intro means. And today, it is awesome. Coming to you live from this room, full of God, family, and country, it is unwavering toxic masculinity from the dude's den. And we hope you enjoy this special episode. Let's get going, guys. Let's do it. What's up, dude? What's up, man? I'm happy to have you here. I know we talked about this quite a bit. Glad to be here. With some people's, I say some people, like we don't know who the heck I'm talking about. With some people's schedule and things, it's, it, 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 it had been hard to kind of solidify kind of getting here, but uh, but I do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for being patient with me. But I've been looking forward to this, kind of uh, something that when I say intimate people, calm down. Just That's relax. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, when I say, so uh, uh, anyway, uh, so it is always uh Always good to be talking to you, you and I hanging out, uh, but uh, this is a little different with the podcast, I know your first time on with me, and so um, <clears throat> anyway, this is uh, kind of a really cool, looking forward to this episode, but uh, so for those of you that do not know, uh, uh, this, uh, the, the person on the other mic today will be Steve, actually Meredith, same last name as me. Why is that? We came from the same ball sack, <laughs> trying not to be crass, but that, that's, that's what it is, so. Uh, but anyway, um, they did not need to know that. Yeah, I know. I didn't have they to put it that. They probably should have figured that one out. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, how, how's everything going? Uh, it's going good. Uh, enjoying the cool weather. I'm glad winter's finally here. Or this is better. cool weather. This is better, bro. I was out there yesterday, and I would rather, rather fight warming my hands up than just being soaked in humidity and sweat all the time. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've been doing some remodeling around the house and. Last week it was so hot; it was just bad humidity. Everything. Oh, it was terrible just, humidity. And Thick. I, and, and I'm out there, and and I I would walk out of where I was working just to get a breeze, and there was no breeze. So that and how how bad does that suck? 
it, like there's it, no air moving it, anywhere. Nowhere. And and so I, I, I this is a welcome welcome for me. I, I I'm glad that the cold weather's here and or the cooler weather, I should say. So Yeah. All right, so let's uh since we got, you know, past the the, the sweetness and um the weather and the mom and them as the humor that is both of our parents are dead. So anyway, um all right, so just might as well just get to it. They always say the only way to get through it is get to it. So might as well go. So we talked. I asked you, I said, hey, before you come on, I want you to do me a favor. And uh, something I want you to do is I want you to watch What is a Woman, uh, the the documentary that Matt Walsh, who works for Ben Shapiro and the Daily Wire, uh, the documentary he did. So you watched it, uh, even though in, in a couple different sessions, neither here nor there, uh, if you could give me, like if you're doing a radio show and it's like, hey, you got to do a 15, 20, 30 second synopsis of what you thought of it without going too long, what you think? They're delusional. It, it is absolute, absolutely delusional mind, mindset. I mean, how can they do the things and say the things they say, but then when posed with reality? Or the truth, that man. Same, right? Same thing. It, yeah. it, it, it's like they deflect because they don't really have an answer. They just have a narrative, and that's it. And that that was was blowing my mind watching this. Did it? Did it not? And and very, and that's well said. Because how many times people? Uh, two or three. Well, one time someone did. Two different times. Someone was like, "Yeah, I think I'm about to stop this interview. Why?" Well, just because your your words are harmful. What word? The truth. What? Like, how can the? Yeah, I that, understand the truth may not be nice to people. Like, I'm five foot four. They, I hate it, but that's the truth. You know, that was the uh, Kiefer Sutherland Lost Boys clone wannabe professor from the college. That he oh went yeah, to. oh yeah. You know, that's a good point. He was from. Yeah, he did like. Yeah, he did look like a young Kiefer Sutherland from the Lost Boys. He did if he yeah. had on that black leather jacket. He was a yeah. uh, um, but out of touch with reality. And these are he, people he, in our higher education system. He was, and he kept saying, "I'm going to stop this interview because I think you know this is this is like a negative connotation." And and, and but Matt Walsh, I loved. He was like, "What word?" And he said, "Truth." And he's like, "How is that word negative?" I yeah, don't understand I, it. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that that whole guy's thinking. And every time Matt Walsh would ask him a question, he would be like, um, "I the, don't really know how to answer that." The uh, circular definition, like he just kept. Uh, what well, what do you think it is? Right. That that and I thought Walsh and <clears throat> what I appreciate about the way Walsh did it, and I think because it's a polarizing subject, you know, if people could watch it with the open mind of. Matt Walsh did not go into that documentary attacking people. He literally went in asking the most fundamental questions, and you watch them implode on themselves. He asked one question. That's all he wanted to mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. What is a woman? And he didn't get the answer to the very end. And his wife gave him. It's an adult female. Adult human female. Who need help opening, opening this. this. Jar. Yeah. yeah. And so it's it's so weird. Now, for me, obviously, is I, mean, we, I don't say we choose uh, these hills we die on, but some of them be- become more of a passion for each of us. Some people's is mental health. Some is, you know, 
uh, uh, abortion, some is whatever. Mine is, this is that hill for me that I'll die on this hill. I'm not wavering from this because we're talking about children. And it's not so much what people are doing physically to these children, what they're mentally convincing these children. Yeah, and I, I like the segment that he, when he, he found the the middle-aged, I guess, or late 30, early 40 trans person. That, Scott. Yeah, yeah. that went, was a female, trans into a male. Mm-hmm. And he is a big advocate for... Don't do this. Don't do this it. It's dangerous. Because he, he says, you know, when it comes to that seven to... 10 years after, you know, hey, you know, it's all good. And that first, when it's all good and it's all new, it's like, oh, yeah, this is like a, you know, fresh wrap present, you know, new flowers and this, that, and the other. But then after that seven-year period, that's whenever the mental thing starts coming in and they have no study. I mean, they don't even say, hey, suicide rates for people that do this after seven years is higher than anything else. Something... I love is, and when I say love, I'm being facetious, obviously, is that what you just said? This, So a lot a lot of times what people will do on, on the other side of the argument, and I don't want to call, I'm not saying left or right or liberal or this, so I'm just saying on the other side of the argument, mm-hmm. we'll call it. A lot of times what they want to do is emotional blackmail. And, and I hate that shit. I hate, well, would you rather have a dead daughter or a son alive? That's not the point. Yeah. That no. doesn't, what does that have to do with reality? And then the suicide rate. That's another one right there. It's, well, suicide rates are, technically, technically, suicide rates are high, higher for trans people that transition, after they transition. Yeah, and that's what Scott was saying. But nobody you was know, talking it, about it that. It was, you know, once that that new wears off, like, you know, they call it seven-year itch. You know, somebody's newly married, they get that seven-year itch. Right. After that seven years, it's like, okay, now they start, Reality kicks in something. Yeah, they're like, okay, dude, I'm, I made a big mistake. I, I shouldn't have done this. I can't go back and change it. Yeah, you know? That's it. And you can't unring this bell. And then It's dangerous. And then with the hormone blockers, you know, even they were talking about the hormone blockers. And Lupron is the drug. Name. Right. Yep. And whenever the, he was talking to the one psychologist, she said, you know, there are no studies on this. You know, mm-hmm. the thing is, after 10 years of hormone blockers, people get cancer. Scott even said that. Like, you just, and, you're welcoming it. And, and they're not even, you know, it's just like, you know, and then when they say that parents don't have the right to tell their children what they can and can't do, well. What reality is that? Then, you know, if. Then everything we've ever known is done. I mean, it's just gone. Everything we've ever thought, done, and lived like is just gone if that's the case. Okay. Now, your niece, she's just turned 22. Yeah. She said that the adolescent mind, you know, usually when people in high school decide they, they, you know, they decide they want to go to higher education, go to college, they decide on a degree. Usually, they all change the degree after a while because – the mind isn't fully developed and fully no. knows what it wants until the age of 25. 25, 26 is what I've always heard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that, but full, they, that frontal lobe development they talk about. Right. 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 She right. said the frontal lobe development isn't fully developed till like age 25. 
But they want to say that children as young as four can decide whether or not they want to be an opposite sex. It's absolutely ludicrous. This is insane. Just the fact that you're trying to look at me and use emotion. That's and there's not an argument I've heard yet that is not based on emotion. So it, go, it goes back to, you know, that we talked about this the other day. It's like they wanted to lower the voting age to 16. We did. We were talking about that. So that basically says they want impressionable minds right. that they can guide. Indoctrinationable. Right. I, hate, I don't right. know if that's a word or not, well, but yes. Yeah. That, that's a good word. I like it. We're going to call it a word. Hey, it works for us. We'll call it. That. Yeah. But that's exactly what it is. It's wanting somebody that they can look at and go, hey, here's how you need to do this. No need to do any research. Just do it this way. And they go, okay. You know, they have a word like when somebody is, they call it grooming. That's what they're doing. They're politically grooming and and societal grooming these children because they're at that impressionable age. I mean, they they can't really have a logical thought on their own without, you know, like they said in the, in the thing, you know, one day – this kid, oh, I know exactly what I want. And the next day, they're totally confused on whether or not they want to play with a train set or Legos. Right. Or, and to think about this, you're taking, you're taking the word of somebody that says they want to be the opposite sex. Okay. All right. From someone that a year ago would look you up and down and cry their eyes out if you said Santa Claus isn't real. That's whose word we're taking. Yeah, and, and then okay. when Matt brought that up to, to the pediatrician. Boy, was she cuckoo or what? I hate to say that. No, not, no, no. She was different. She she was, and so was the the trans person that was the surgeon. The, Dr. Marcy Bowers. Yeah, she was. 2,000 operations plus. Right, and she said for, you know, lack, I hate to use a, a non-medical term, but excuse me, but they're cuckoo when he talked about cutting his arm off. Transabled. Yeah, transabled, and I'm thinking... Well, isn't That's it the, the same, same thing, thing lady. basically. Yeah, and, and when he asked, you know, you don't find any similarities here, and she was, nope. It's just a matter of not wanting to say anything. Yeah, and That's she said that. that means I think they have like a mental issue, and I'm like, I could say the same thing about someone that is trans. Yeah, and it's and and, and I want to add, and I I would probably bet you agree with me here, but if you don't, please tell me. I first off. It's this exists because you know, people always say, you know, you're, you're saying trans people don't exist. Nobody's saying that. Of course they exist. And I can't imagine what goes through your mind mentally with your uncertainty of how you feel. First of all, that's nowhere I want to be. And God, and I mean this, Godspeed and prayer to people that are in that dilemma. But it is a mental dilemma. It's, I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm saying there is no such thing as having a penis and being a female. It's not, or the chromosomes even. This reality is not a reality. No, it it, it isn't a reality. I mean, you know, it goes back to, like, he was asking these questions. He asked about the chicken and, you know, this, that, and the other. And then he, when he was on the street, he said, well... You know, he asked one person, he says, well, then I'm a black man. And they're like, well, he asked the professor that. And yeah. the professor was like, well. Are you? Are you? And he uh, goes, well, he goes, I don't think so. But he goes, are you biracial? And he goes, I don't think so. He goes, well, 
it, you don't seem genuine when you say it. So, I mean, so basically, if I walk in here one day and say, hey, dude, I'm Winston Churchill. Either you call me Winston Churchill or I'm not going to have anything to do with you. I it's mean, that kind of reality, though. Like, it's and, – and here's the deal. I've always said that, you know, if, if we're sitting here right now, right now, I don't, I'm not worried about names. See, names, I don't care. So – Let's say a, a biological male who is a trans female comes in, sits down here, and says, I know he's a male, but he says, hey, I'm, my name is Sylvia. Well, that's fine. I don't, that, uh, well, of course, I'll call you Sylvia. Yes, that's your name. Okay. Whether it's a female name or not, I don't care. I don't care. But if you want me, me, to buy into the reality that you are a female. Say, I'm a female. I'm not doing that. That I'm not doing. Well, you wouldn't be buying into a reality. You'd be, right. You'd be buying into a delusion. Well, that's exactly right. No, that's 100% right. But it's, you know, their, as they say, their reality. And so it's very, very scary. And, and, and the clip when he's on Dr. Phil's show. One, lost so much respect for Dr. Phil with the continuance of, I want us to have a safe place. That nobody needs to get violent. No, no, that never needs to happen. But other than that, people quit with the safe place stuff. People need to be able to hear other opinions. And uh, yeah, I do agree with that. And and what I didn't like about that was, other than the fact that because people complain, or the three people on the panel complained that it hurt their feelings, mm -hmm. CBS and Hulu took that episode off. It's disgusting. But I, what I what bothered me most about that was it was supposed to be an open form type conversation until the other side came well it was all one-sided it was matt walsh by himself and they kept loading up people on the other side mm -hmm. yeah i mean nobody which is fine what that's cool but then air the interview yeah but i mean if you're going to gang up on one person because they have a certain belief and you're not going to call anybody else to help that person mm-hmm you Nobody know, else with that not, mindset. Not that I'm saying Matt Walsh needed help. Oh, no, no, right. But, but I'm saying, saying but have somebody else there for his support. What you're doing is showing an audience that, look, of four people, only one, 25% only agree, and that's not the case. Yeah, it's not, that's not know, the case at all. And he kept throwing that out there, you know, and to the to the surgeon, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And, you know, she kept, you know, I know people can't see, but it was just like, hold your little you know, like minute that you with know, her that with her thumb and thumb, and thumb finger, and, yeah. Thumb, yeah, you know, and it's just minute that that kind of stuff happens, and it, you know that's just, and then the the congressman or the senator from San Francisco, the same thing. He was like, oh, you know, there are there are scores of trans athletes that don't do well, and this and the other. I haven't seen those. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't no, seen I, those. I, man. No, you know why? Because it's not happening. They don't. It, I mean, there may well, be one in a million, but but yeah. Well, if they're happening, they're happening the other way. You know, a female transing into a male wanting to run weight track, weightlift or yeah, run yeah, track yeah. as a as a male, well, naturally, success isn't going to be there. Exactly, we know it's not. It was recently Caitlyn Jenner, right? He was on one of the shows. Can't remember what it was, and they were talking about this particular subject about you know uh, men playing women's sports, you know, at the high school level, early or whatever, and he said it best. He's like. I've been on these hormones for years. Guess what? I can still walk out there on a golf course and hit a golf ball 
a country mile. It's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah, if I, I go mean, play in women's sports, I'm going to dominate in distance. I'm well, going to dominate. Well, I mean, I, I know it's kind of off topic, but I watched that Burt Kirshner special at the cabin, and he was one of the guests. Or Burt Kreischer? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. All right, Caitlin, Caitlin he's a he. I knew him as a he. No, that's right. Yeah, I mean, so. no, he's he's a biological male. Yeah, so he, yeah. he, not he, inoffensive. No, I mean, he was on there, and he even told Burt, he was like, I could, you know, they were like throwing axes and stuff. And Bruce. Or He's Caitlin, a hell of an athlete. Ca- he was a hell of an athlete. Yes. Yeah. And, and he was just boom, a boom, freak. boom, boom. And yeah. he, he was uh, like. I meant athletically. I don't yeah. mean. Well, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, and he was just leaps and bounds above everybody else that was there. Mm-hmm. And so. It's it just have, an innate thing. It's rare that a male is inferior to a female strength-wise. I'm not saying mentally and all that. No, of course not. But oh, when it comes to athletics, I, I'm going to say you know that's the reason why we have female sports and we have right. male sports but because of the competitive nature and the fairness and the it's that's what it is, I, man. Okay, look, you're going to get females hurt if if you have a 325 pound, six foot five lineman mm-hmm. going up against a 300 pound, five foot eight lineman that was a female and she's transitioning to male or vice versa. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to find out real fast that she's not transitioning. That's what, what, yes, exactly what's going to yes. happen. It's, yeah. And it's, it's, we don't even need to do this. No, because someone, need to someone's going to get hurt. Yeah, there was a video, and obviously, again, for here, it, <laughs> the context of it, you know, because who the hell can, you're not able to see the video or whatever, but there was a video of a soccer player, a dude, like a, a straight-up dude, and they were showing the difference between men and women. They're like, oh, there's no difference. You know, it was one of him. It's one. One. There were nine of them on the field. He never had the ball taken from his feet. Bye. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, not, I, I, I hate, I'm not saying I mean, nobody's the, better. But I mean, look, we, we grew, just saying. We, we, we grew up in a time where, you know, we're, we're not the biggest of, of specimens. I mean, what, I'm about 5'9", maybe. On a good day? Well, I don't know. People see me, and they're like, look at the mountain of the man he is. And I get that. Right? I get Okay, yeah. yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah I get that. Five you know. foot four, twisted steel, and absolute sex steel. Yes, I get it. Uh, no, yeah, five uh, foot four. Uh, yeah, I'm five inches, six inches uh, shorter than you. Yes. I don't think you're even six inches. But yeah, that, that, that's that's good, you know. But I remember when we were playing city league football, and I was always a huskier kid. Yeah. You know, we, we both kind of husky growing up. But there was a kid that was a year younger than I. Yeah, I was stocky. Yes, that 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 was a foot taller than I was. Outweighed me by two hundred fifty pounds. Mm-hmm. They had him as a running back on the team. Nobody could stop him. No, no, one hundred percent. So imagine putting a female out there. Now, I'm one of those. Uh, recently on a on a episode of Joe Rogan. He, he, matter of fact, talking to Matt Walsh, and it's like, look, at the UFC, they're 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 putting used to be males, you know, you know still males, but transitioning to females, they're putting them fighting females. No, 
fuck are you doing? No. Now, if you tell a female, straight a true female, straight from, hey, as a fighter, we got this male uh, here. He's transitioning to a female. But, you know, we, we got this. <laughs> no, I know. He's, I know. If y'all heard, it was ice. It was a beer bottle coming on ice. Uh, but he's transitioning to a female. If you tell a true biological female that, and she still wants to fight him, then okay, well, do what you do. But to say you have to buy into that reality no matter what, and if you don't consider him a woman, then you're transphobe or you're a bigot. This is all ridiculous. Yeah, that was one of the the things that that Matt showed was one of the clips he showed was that that female. Are the male transing into the female, and he was fighting females, although physically, with the naked eye, he was smaller than she was. He was stronger, faster. He leaves some outs. Oh, he he. I mean, if the ref wouldn't have stepped in and stopped it, there could have been some serious damage, like yeah. Ray Mancini. Done, uh, Louis Kim. Yeah, Louis Kim back in the eighties. You know, there could have, have been you, some serious, serious issues with that. Speaking of, um, I have no idea where. I mean, you just throw Ray Mancini. Yeah, I know, but there a couple years ago, I believe it was. I'll Google it here in a minute. But uh, HBO, I think it was, did a documentary, and Ray. And the night that all that happened and and how it affected him so greatly throughout life that that guy, that that kid died. And he was finally able, I believe it was he was finally able to to sit down and talk with his family. Did you see that documentary? No, I didn't. Incredible. No, I didn't. Incredible. I I knew. I I remember watching that fight. Because like I said, we come from a time when that type of stuff was on Saturday afternoons. It was a ABC fight. It yeah, was, you know, yeah. fight, you know, yeah, Saturday. Cosell and Cosell some of those guys, and, yeah, right, right. All that. And I remember when that happened, from the day that happened, and until this documentary you were talking about, Ray Mancini was a basket case. He probably still is because he knew that that guy died at his hands. And, and again, um, I'm going to Google here in a second what the, uh, what the name of that documentary was. But, but it, it, it's, I mean... This is a, this is not a, just a gray area. Like I could legitimately say, you know, that for me, for me, I'm pro-life. Okay. All right. But for someone that's pro-choice, I, I can want to say, hey, I'll listen to your side because I understand your thought of there being a gray area. I do. 100%. There's not a gray area here. There's not a gray area. Men are men, women are women, and we're going to get somebody hurt. That's it in the game. When it comes to gray areas, I think the only avenue where there's a gray area would be life, like business or something of that nature. Um, But when it comes to athletics or – and I'm not talking – I'm not talking sense. I'm not talking smarts. I'm not talking brains. I'm not talking that. I'm talking physically bigger, stronger, faster. Yes. Male athletes are more dominant than females. And the thing is, 
Yeah, I'm 50 years old, and the best female athlete in the world oh, could run circles around Absolutely. me right now. I'm not comparing myself to any of those. No, no, they're incredible. They're so, freaks of nature. So I don't want anybody sense. to think yes. that I'm comparing apples and oranges. Well, no, that. that's I'm comparing apples and apples. Yeah. So you take the best female athlete and put it up against the, the third, average Joe, the tenth best male athlete. Mm-hmm. One thousand times out of one thousand times, the male athlete is going to prevail. It's going to prevail. Yeah. I mean, it's just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And so it's it, it, number one is dangerous, you know. But in, but in sports, you know, UFC fighting, whatnot, that's it's very dangerous. In sports such as swimming and this, that, and the other, it's yeah. And I know you know, the whole life isn't fair thing, and I truly believe that. Matter of fact, I thought of something the other night. I, I may blow your mind with this thought. If you're in listeners, I really may blow your mind with this thought. But back to what I'm saying. Gonna chamfer this it? is crazy. I am going to cham- chamfer, chamfer it. Chamfer yes. it. Um, it's this is not good to look at children and go, if you want to be a boy, if you want to be a male, you can be a male. Or look at children and go, there's really no definition to a woman. You, a woman's whatever you want it to be. Stop. Stop. This shit has to stop because it's dangerous. And quite frankly, I agree with what Matt, Matt Walsh said best. When the lady goes, quite frankly, I want to know why you care so much. And the audience claps. And he goes, I want to answer that. I have, for me, I have a daughter. And I have two granddaughters. I have two nieces. I have a nephew who is married to a beautiful woman. I have, uh, they have a baby girl on the way. I have a niece that has a a wife, right? Uh, both nieces have a wife. So the definition of woman freaking applies, man. Yeah, so I do care because I care about fem- I care about women, and we're erasing women off the planet. So like what we're trying to do. Yeah, and and I don't like this. This whole the whole Penn State thing was it Penn State? Oh Leah, yeah, Leah yeah, Thompson the, thing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That what was that last year, early last year or something like that? I'm I'm not sure of the timeline. I don't have the data in last front of year. me. Yeah, that was very something I was very uh, very but passionate from, about. But but from the onset of that, my whole thought process was, I'm against it. I mean, inherently, we are surrounded by females in our family. We have you, myself, and Stephen, my son, your nephew. That's three males surrounded by a platoon of females. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we've been around females our entire life, pretty much our adult life, anyways. Yeah. Right. Right. And raising those those children, those girls, mm-hmm. we you know we always you know we trained them, we we done everything we could when they were in sports to be the best they could be, and. Not, and I'm not saying this as a parent. I'm saying this as somebody that's in touch with reality. Across the board, all females, from our children to the ones that are competing at the highest level in any sport, to play against a biological male or to compete against a biological male at any level is wrong. I mean, it. you're just basically... The whole women's lib thing that they fought so hard for, 
You just went right out that open window you yeah, had over there. Yeah, I'm starting to realize how much I respected those feminists, even though burning their bras and, yeah, and as Grady said, in pubic places. That. Yeah, yep. I, I do. Kind of I mean, appreciate that now. I mean, but you you look at it now. It's just like everything they worked for, all that equality they worked for, and everything they worked for a year ago was thrown out the window when they allowed it. Mm-hmm. So, interesting point to that is, um, if you if you know who Dave Rubin is, for those that don't know, he's a political commentator. Okay, he has his own show, and but Dave Rubin used to be a member of a group called the Young Turks, and they were a very very left leaning liberal group. Like a YouTube show, I mean, it's very popular. So Dave Rubin has, uh, he's, so today, he's a conservative, gay, married man. And just recently, you heard Dave Rubin talking about, like, when, when it was gay marriage, like, we all had something to fight for. Like, first off, I think government needs to be out of marriage altogether. Like, marry you won't. Dude, you, dude, you. There's a lot of government needs yes. to be out of but, yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Oh, no, yeah, but, we, but, and we can get into some of that. I want but to. A, but a gay, conservative, do what you married do, man. male, that yeah. sounds like a George Carlin topic. Right, you know, and it's but it's like, do what you want to do. Marry who you want to marry, man. I don't belong in your bedroom. You don't belong in mine. But there's the key right there. There's the key. Quit forcing me to come into your bedroom and just agree with everything. We're not going to agree on things. And here's another thing. Why does your identity have to revolve around? I don't walk around every day going, I don't walk in a convenience store chanting, straight men are men. And if you don't see me, I don't do that. I just exist and I try to be good to people. Isn't that the simple way to live? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm the same way. I mean, I don't announce my presence when I walk in a room. I mean, if people can't turn around and look and say, that's a dude okay, coming that, in that, get a, that, get a that, Snickers. I mean, that's a dude, you know, coming in to get a Diet Dr. Pepper or, mm. or, or bag of peanuts or whatever he's doing. You know, it's just a dude. I'm just, not walking in with a an agenda of, hey, look at me. I'm this. And why I'm, do we live that way? I'm not drawing my attention to myself just for the, just for the attention sinking. You know why, though? Because we've, we, we have, so here's where I was going to blow your mind, right? And, and seriously, listen to this. The other night, I was standing right outside that door, and I was having a cigar. Door was open. Mary is sitting here. And I said, you know, honey, I'm having Steve on podcast. And I said, it's, it's very important to me that he and I, not that we're not close, but that we, we spend these time together because we're the last of that. We're the last of our family. Anyway, we get into that another day with, with listeners. But, but, it, but it's important to me to also get another viewpoint. I don't know. I don't. Because we don't sit and talk about this stuff every day. He may agree with me, not agree with me. First off, we got to get to a point in this life where we quit hating people just because they disagree with us. Let's stop doing that shit. That's ridiculous. I'm going to say this. Look, there are things that we are going to agree on 100%. I get that. I mean, everybody is that way. But I'll be willing to bet you that we're going to find something. We have more that we disagree on than we'll be agreeing on. Yeah. And in order, and it's good for each other here. In order to be cohesive, as a as a race of people, you know, the human race, we have to listen to the other side. And again, not right or left, not front or back, just other or viewpoints, just other viewpoints, and respect how they feel, and don't get 
offended by it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, see, that's it right not there. Not everything like, is offensive. Right. That's it. Like, I'm not offended that you are trying to to have an open, circular definition of woman. I'm not offended by it. It's wrong. I'm not offended by it. I can literally look at it and go, okay, well, they're wrong and walk away. But if I for say the, that to you. For the you, record, that's not my viewpoint. I'm I just know. saying. <laughs> but, but, it, but, if, but I'm not offended by it. But if you look at, but if some of these people look at me and go, so do you believe if I say I'm a woman, that's it, I'm a woman, and I go, no, they're just, oh my God, you're denying I exist. No, I'm not. You're a great human being, probably. It, this is just, we don't agree on that. And you don't have to be angry at me because of it. I mean, being a great human being is one thing, but being mentally disturbed, and I, I, I don't... Make it sound like no, I think you're everybody's not making mentally fun scored. of someone, yes. right? You're just but, saying, but, but to have that mental capacity to think that everybody should conform to your feelings, mm-hmm. it's I mean, very weird. So here's what it, I said: it, 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 it's, it's very weird, man. Weird, weird to understate. Right. So here's what I said to Mary: I said, you know, everybody in our society is telling these these kids, you know, that. You are the best. You are this. You are special. You know, and I'm like, they're in for a rude awakening. And I stopped. And I looked at her and I went, no, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're we're not. The, we're the ones in for the no, rude awakening. We are. That's exactly what I said. I said, I said that shit 20 years ago. I was like, boy, buckle up, buttercup. Life's going shit down your throat. You're going to be. And no, you know what's happened? Society has went, oh, that's what you want to be? That's what you say you're right? Then you are. It's just the opposite has happened. Okay, I'm going to go a step further. Reality the, has not kicked in on them. With the whole Leah Leah Thompson thing? Yeah. You know, from a year ago? Leah there Thomas. Was Leah Thomas? Yeah, Sorry. Leah Thompson was the actor in uh, 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 Back to the Future. She oh, was awesome. no, my bad. My bad. Yeah. I'm sorry, Leah. No, no, no offense, Leah. Okay. Didn't mean to offend Marty's girlfriend. Mom or girlfriend, Mom, whatever it was. Whatever. It was very confusing. That was a lot of incest going we on. We can but, get into okay, that. Okay, oh, never mind. All right, let's get back on topic. But... I said several years ago that once people started giving out participation trophies, mm-hmm. life doesn't give – well, they do now. But right, but you're right. Just say, finish what you were going to say. Life doesn't give participation trophies. Not when because we were growing that's, up, no. That's, but it's been that way since the dawn of time. Forever it's been that way. And all of a sudden now, I mean, it's not. Remember, go back, go back, go back when we were playing sports when we were growing up. I remember we, years not getting trophies. We we tried out. Yeah, we had to try out yes. for the team. We, Some we, kids didn't make teams. You know what they were told? Well, Do pra- practice harder and come back next come back year and try year. again. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with setting a goal and then also seeing what you're good at, what you're not. But you need, but you need a failure, a, a, a small sense of failure yes. in your life to make yourself better. But yes. if you're handed everything, there is no failure. So when failure comes, all of a sudden. Failure has been replaced with the word "I'm a f- I'm a offensive." Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. I'm offended now. I'm because offended. I didn't get my way. Look, look, it's not "I'm a failure." I'm offended. That that's basically what it is in a nutshell. I mean, and it it, it, it it's disheartening. Hey, I'll tell you right now. I recently, and I mean this. I recently <clears throat> had to close a business. You know that, and you know how important that business was to me. You know how hard I worked, et cetera. But guess what? That doesn't guarantee you shit. It works or it doesn't. And you know whose fault it is nine times out of ten when it doesn't? It's yours. Yeah, and it's okay. It's it, okay to go, yeah. hey. It doesn't matter that you give it your all plus some. I mean. Uh, it, 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 it matters. 
I mean, it that's what you're supposed to, you, to do. It matters to you. Yes. It matters to the individual yeah. that you give it all. But, but it does not matter to the world. To, to the outside person. That's right. To me. All right. I, I didn't own the business. I was I was a patron just like everyone else. You're rooting for it, but that don't mean it does anything. But it, just because you give 100% and then in your case, I, I know you. I mean, you, you give 150%. Right. I mean, you were there when you shouldn't have had to have been there. Mm-hmm. I get it. But. That it, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't guarantee I mean, anything, right? I mean, just because just because you give everything in your being to something and it doesn't succeed, doesn't mean you were owed for it to succeed. Exactly, exactly. It's my fault. You you try at the end. That's right. And and there's something with that. Bust your ass. Try your hardest. Give it all you got. If you don't, then it talks to you as a. It talks to your character. But when you do, and you can look at failure and go, I did this. If I have to do it all over again, I'll do it different. But you learn. God, you grow exponentially. Well, I can tell with you in the last two weeks, you were deeply offended. I can tell well, you were offended. You were so offended at work. I was. That, I'm offended at myself. No, no, you're offended well, at the world. I, I mean, they got to give you something to make it work. Well, I, I, yeah. I, I, I do you need, you need want a, a piece of paper you, or something. You need a participation business. Oh shit! I would be awesome, dude, to get a participation business and have the government paperwork. Exactly. That'd be pretty yeah, oh my god, President Biden, if you're listening, um, I doubt it. Uh, but go, Joe, go. But that's what happened in society. We quit. We quit. Life quit telling kids, "Hey, you're wrong," and it just kept telling. Now it's telling them, "Oh, if that's how you feel, then uh, everything revolves around how we feel." Like I, said, I, I don't know what, what, and again, this is unwavering. I get it. I don't care what Sorry. soccer mom named Karen decided one day when she had an ice chest full of little Debbie zebra cakes and some Kool-Aid jammers and she was watching soccer and decided, oh no, these kids, they tried their hardest. They deserve to be rewarded with Give something. Them something. They need something besides soccer mom stacks. I'm going to go and I'm going to get them a trophy and I'm going to advocate. No, they tried. They weren't good enough. And it's okay. It is. They're no better or no worse than anyone. No, no. They they need to understand defeat. Yeah, the only thing they're better or worse at is that particular sport. That's it. Send them on to do something else. They weren't as good that day as the other person. And that's another thing. Sometimes we have bad days. Sometimes we don't perform our best. And then another day... We do perform better, but when it's days for tryouts like we used to have, you either performed your best, and if you didn't, you may or may not get a second chance till next year. To me, it's just like taking a test, you know, when you were in school. Some people are really good at taking tests. Some aren't. Some people struggle. Mm -hmm. But guess what? You can have a bad day at taking a test. Guess what, man? Back when we were going to school, that was just it. You just had a bad day. Sorry, you're going to to retake the test. Whereas now we live in a society where I'm I'm not joking. I'll I'll, I'll Google this and read it to you. That now certain ways or certain types of mathematics is racist. Yeah. uh, I'm so confused. How is numbers racist? I don't well, don't get me to try to figure that out because there's no way to figure it out. Well, that's true. But well, Stephen Hawking's dead, so we can't go to yeah, him. And that's a guy there that was, you know, was even a guy, Matt Walsh said it. He's about black holes. He even thought women were uh, 
He said they were an enigma. They are, but he, they are, they exist. He, it's a thing. It, that's it. You I mean, know he could mean? Fig- he could figure out how a black hole works, but he couldn't figure out a woman. Yeah, and no one can. And that's like getting me to figure out how math is racist. I, guys, what are you talking about? Matter of fact, I've always said the fact that you and here's what is it about white people that make them want to tell. People of color, what they need to do, and this is how you need to. That in and of itself is the most racist of things. Here's my thing, though, with that. I, I, I think that a person of color needs to stand up and tell said white person, hey. Yeah, shut the uh, hell up. I got it. You, you, we don't need your help. Yeah, if we do, we'll ask you for it, but trust me, you know, nobody wants to ask if, you for it. If, if I want you to speak on my behalf, I'll say, hey, can you come? Be my guest speaker for me, yeah, or something. Yeah, but but other than that, I, I mean, but getting back to the school thing, when you were going to school and I was going to school, we were on a five point grade scale. Yeah, what 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 is it now? Man, I don't even know. Oh, it's at least it, it's got to be. I, I I'll say this. I know that a ninety six was an A, a ninety five was a B. So okay. that that meant I don't even remember that, but okay. Yeah. I so do. so so that meant once you got to the you know low eighties, that was a D. Mm-hmm. Anything below a seventy nine was an F, bro. A seventy nine? I thought it was below seventy. No, back in our day, I thought it was below seventy. No, was it? No, okay, no. I don't know. I mean, it did change. It did change oh, okay. as we went to school. But somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, okay. It did change, but now we're talking like sixty is an F. I heard a teacher say a couple of years ago. So, I mean, that's educator, almost a 20 point swing. Yes, yeah. But I heard an educator, where a teacher, by, uh, okay, uh, but by nature, uh, um, I mean, by definition of the word, I heard an educator, um, I heard an educator say that she, that people don't. Kids don't fail anymore. So before you say anything, hang on. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, imagine being in school. I remember times when there'd be a kid. Uh, we 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 went to a small school, and, and I'll talk about that being the minority, majority, whatever. But um, we went to a school where, when it, there were kids. In fifth grade, I was in fifth grade with kids. So at 10, 11 years old, I am at school with kids that are two years older because they failed. Now, I'm not saying that's the right or proper place to be or that's where they need. I'm not saying any of that. That's not what I'm getting at. But what I am saying is it, the fact that an educator said to me, that kids, like, they don't fail. They're not going to fail anymore. That it's not, almost like it's not possible. Almost like it's, it wasn't almost like it's not possible. My boy's having trouble over there. Anyway, they're saying that she does not fail kids in school. Like, it doesn't happen. Like, that a kid cannot be held a grade back. Once they've been held back once, it can't happen to them again. I don't understand that, being that we went to school with kids that were sometimes three years older in classrooms that just 
I mean, they were busting their ass. They legitimately lived in an environment where nobody worked with them. What it was, they maybe maybe they were goofballs or something, and eventually they got it. Because, but now you're just you're sending people through. You're just scanning them and sending them through. This is crazy. It's crazy. I know. I agree uh, with the with the whole, you know, no child left behind thing. Like George Bush won't be here. Anyway, that was that was probably to me set the American educational system back mm-hmm. fifty years. It, it's crazy. I mean, we we it's we, okay to not be good at something. You know, we we are getting smarter as a generation because. We are allowing, we're, we're, we're basically, as you pointed out, we're telling kids, you know, you tried your best. It's another participation trophy. Mm-hmm. That's what it boils down to. You know, kids, you tried your best. You didn't do good. Right. You, you didn't pass this exam. But you know what? We're going to let you go on because you tried your best. You gave it your all. Yeah. So, and I was talking about, uh, like, when we were in elementary school, you, junior high, too, um, a year or so, but we went to a school where we were the minority. We were not the majority. No, we were. We, we were. were. So I, I'd said it one time, and we, may, maybe we, we lived in the neighborhood where we were. That's right. We lived on. We lived in in a very urban part. Yeah, we the urban side of Monroe. Yeah, we, we we lived yeah. on. The, we lived on the south, south side, side. South side of town, and yeah. it's predominantly yeah. African American. It, it is. is what it is. It is. I mean, okay. and great. And there were some, of course. Hardworking, uh, I mean, blue collar, uh, badass people. Uh, wasn't a bad thing. Not, not we in, were just the minority. Ninety nine point nine percent of the people that lived in the neighborhood of color were decent, hardworking people. Matter of fact, our next yes. door neighbor was a uh, KK. Uh, KK and his Great wife. Dude. And his wife, she was a two. She was a teacher. She was my math tutor. Mm-hmm. Smart, smart woman. She didn't yes, make it. Very, she she didn't make it racist. Well, it wasn't to her. Uh, it was what, just it, what it, it is. It was numbers, you know. That was it. You know. And so, it to me, you know, when people speak about that, um, we went to colleges. We went to. I'm going to say 98 percent black school. Am I? Is that? Yeah. Is yeah, that fair? Yeah. yeah Clare Hall. It was yeah. Clare Hall Elementary. Yeah. Yeah. We number one turned out fine. Turned out fine. I, that's wow. uh, okay. that's relative. Right. That's relative. But it didn't have nothing to do with those black men and women or no, black it, kids. It, it didn't have to do with that. It didn't have anything to do with it's our just we're social standards. Yeah, I can tell you that. It's just because we're we're degenerates. Yeah, but 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 what I'm getting at though is it truly did. I mean, we grew up in an area experiencing such different culture and it was so used and that's what I tell people all the time it's not a color thing yeah we grew up Sometimes in a very it's a very, culture thing we, we grew up in a very diverse neighborhood I mean every weekend we had I mean you pick a pick a race and they were at our house we were Oh, playing, there were black kids that stayed that, that broke playing, bread playing, that spent the night played that, basketball, yes. baseball, football. Yeah, I remember and, our grandmother uh, who was notorious, all that, all that, all that. notorious for having that, that. We spent a lot of time with her. That she was a major part of our our life, Granny was. And I remember sitting at the the uh, breakfast table with her and making a black friend of mine. He had never had coffee. No, I'm not saying that his parents just didn't drink coffee, whatever. But he was, and when he tasted it, I never forget his name was Roosevelt. He, 
It was the greatest thing ever. When he would come to our house. Of course it was. Really yeah, right. He would come to our house, and he would always go, we going to go We gonna go to your grandma's? I mean, because it. Yeah, get coffee. Get coffee, get coffee you know. Yeah. And yeah, she made white woman coffee. But like, gram- gra- grandma, grandma made Starbucks where there was a Starbucks. Oh, my God. But she would put so much cream and sugar in mine. Oh, my God. That's why I like white girl coffee to this no, day. No, it, I mean, was, it, was, it was definitely a blonde. It was definitely a a mochaccino cappa sweet latte you had. Oh, Grandma was that way, though. Man. Oh, yeah. She had, man, she drank coffee as sweet. Oh, yeah. We used to joke, you know, that saying the spoon would stand up in it. Oh, yeah, the spoon definitely would stand up in her coffee. That's that's no doubt. It, it was, was crazy, man. Uh, but she, she had so much sugar and, and cream in it. I mean, it was just, it, right. was, it was insane. I know, man. So, but but it didn't matter like the the races and cultures that we met, and it it was just nobody looked at color. Now, now I like I I notice our differences. If you're black and I'm not, I see that. But why? I'm not going to sit and discuss that yeah, because we don't have to be that way. I mean, you're different. You experience things different. Fine. I'm not the bad guy. No, you're no, not the bad no, guy. No, so no, no. So just let's just. It's so easy. I would think to just find a freaking common ground, people, and and I don't know if we're ever going to get back to that. I worked I I, I worked with a uh, a fifty mid fifty year old black lady um, last year. Her name was Miss Sherry, She's sweetest lady. I believe you've mentioned to me about Miss Sherry. Before. Her, yeah. her and I would have just the most intense and greatest conversations. Between a white dude and a black lady, and well, you appreciate someone else's input. She that's different. Yeah. She would tell her sisters about it, and her sisters like, "Oh, you don't need to be talking to that white guy about that kind of stuff." Oh my god, she's like, "Why?" And don't have conversation. And I was like, "Well, Miss Sherry, it's not like I'm degrading you because of your views. Never." You're not degrading me because of mine. Even I mean, if we disagree, it's uh, all right. That's that's good. We talked along all lines. Well, name that, it. We talked about it, and that's something that we have such an issue with now. It immediately goes to if we disagree, it goes to just like like and dislike. It's like calm down. You offended me. We don't have to be that way. My best friend uh, is Joel. Now, this is a guy from Hawaii, and he makes jokes all the time, that a liberal, a staunch liberal from Hawaii, had to move to Louisiana to become best friends with a freaking conservative. Like He's like all the time, like, how did I get this shit? Yeah, We joke and we laugh about it. It's he, funny. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, he is a Bills fan. Right. Now, uh, he is. And I wasn't going to say anything about that. I, but, I mean. Joe, you are. That's probably why he moved all the way to the Bible Belt to become friends with a conservative, and that's something else. Uh, what a good segue! You didn't know, didn't even know I was going there, but I'm gonna go there now because you helped me segue to it. Joel had one of those little things you ride. Yeah, say, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Se- segue. Yeah, yeah. Don't uh, you have? I ain't got I, no segue. I got you yeah, hover around. I used to. I need one of those. I, I had a spinal fusion. I had I to get in it. I can't. I can't do a segue. I'd probably. No, I don't have that kind of balance anymore. Used to, I could. I mean, at one time being a catcher, I mean, I could squat down, stand up, throw, go right back. I mean, I squat down now and go stand up, I'm getting dizzy. I don't have that I don't have that balance anymore. Okay, Adam Sandler. 
But something that Joel and I greatly differ on, for example, is is our views on faith and religion. You and I differ on it. And you know what? Although we disagree, I like to hear other... Other people's viewpoints makes you smarter. I don't care what you say. Hearing someone else that doesn't agree with you makes you more intelligent, and it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Look, here's my thing on it. You know, um, we have to be able to appreciate somebody else's opinion, like you said, and their viewpoint on it. Um, you believe one thing, I believe another. Yes. And... No matter what it is, whether it be religion or politics or life in general, you are not throwing your beliefs down my throat. No, and that's the issue. And vice versa, and like you're I, not I'm, doing. I'm, it. I'm not doing it. You're I, not constantly no. going. Hey, you're wrong. You're wrong. Well, no, I, I mean, I, just, would, I wouldn't have brought that up if I was right. that way. You know, but I mean, it's the same way when we talk about the whole gender identity thing. I mean, on the pronouns. I mean, look, don't, 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 don't shove that down my throat. Mm-hmm. I mean. I could look at you and tell that you definitely would sing baritone or bass in a barbershop quartet. You are not 100%. a female. Right. Sorry. Right. I mean, I'm not going to call you a she. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Remember when common sense was the, like, that was the parameter in which we lived. And I was hoping, I was hoping whenever they were doing the deposition on or the, uh, the affirmation of the justice John G. Jackson? Jackson? Yeah, Justice Jackson. I, I, I was hoping that when the senator asked her about what a woman was, I was hoping that she would say, well, I would use, you know, she kept going back to the law. Mm-hmm. I just want somebody to say, you know, law is law because it's written in books and that's, you know, whatever. But as a society, we have to use common sense as well. I was hoping yeah. that she would bring up the, the, the common sense thing. Yeah, and, and so it's like... Being that we know she's a she's a let's say liberal justice, it's fine. I don't know why she didn't just say, "Well, my definition of woman is an adult human female." However, I do understand that other people may see it differently. Yeah, you know. Um, I mean, without having to say they're all wrong, but why couldn't she just say that? I mean, it's fine to say that, uh, well, acknowledging other people have viewpoints. Well, that's because when it when that's it, not the narrative they want to hear. No, it's not because that means that'd be given a definitive answer. And and they they would like to dance around the stuff and you know whenever he was talking to the senator from San Francisco and I noticed him everybody he spoke to not, I mean they danced around the question I mean they were looking for they were using big long intelligent words to try to get their point across to say nothing and basically they. Just did an episode of Seinfeld. Instead was, of answering the question, they just used talking so, points. So ba- basically it was an answer about nothing. About nothing. I mean, they right. they answered absolutely Well, and, and that's well said. It was like, it's like what you would hear in an episode of Seinfeld. Exactly. Right? It was nothing. Like somebody wrote this script. Somebody very smart and funny wrote this. It had to be, you know. Uh, yeah. But so for you, I'm just wondering, like I'm a believer in, again, this isn't about proving it. I genuinely care about other people's viewpoints. So I'm very curious. I'm one that believes the universe has ways of showing us things. You know, whether some say karma, some call it God. Some say this, some say that. You know, I'm one that believes that 
all these things that happen happen for a reason. Some people, like I'm listening to Bill Maher recently, and he's like, no, no, that's not it. Shit just happens. It happens because it happens. Like, there's no reason behind it. What do you think? Well, I know I know Bill Maher's an atheist, so that's the reason why he says it just happens to happen. Um, my take on it is I I, I, I kind of agree with Bill Maher. Yeah, right. You know, I, it, I figured it's, that. Yeah. It's what's going to happen is going to happen. And, you know, to me, nothing's predetermined. Uh, things just they happen. I mean, yeah, that's why I, I, I enjoy that viewpoint. Oh, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm not offended by it. I'm shit. sure. I'm sure somebody listens to this. We're like, okay, well, they're here tomorrow. I die in the car right going home. Well, was that predetermined? It, you know, I, when it comes to that kind of stuff, look, I, I, if you believe, if you you have faith, okay, you have faith in something. It's a five letter word, faith. Um, I'll write it down, but I didn't graduate high school, so I'm going to need to go to my iPad for well, that. F A I T H. Yeah. That's five, I think. Yep, I, you got I mean, it right. I, I guess. Damn it. We did I, it. I, I, damn it, shit. But, yeah. but I, you know, for me, it's like it's always been the religion versus science debate. So you got people on both sides. So you got people that have faith in both. You know, yeah. science proves stuff. And they have faith in that. Other people believe in the power of prayer, and that's their faith. They believe that what's written in that book is gospel and it's true, and they have faith in it. And you know what? Just because I don't believe a certain way either way, whether it's science or religion, it doesn't matter. It goes right back to the woman thing, right? As uh, long as you're not trying to come to me and go, hey, you better do it this way. That's a whole different look, conversation. I'm not going to... I'm not going to just trounce all over your definition of faith and what you believe just because I don't believe it. Thank you. That's, not, that's what I'm getting at. Like, why would I either? But, you know, somebody at work uh, for having had a business, and before shifts, we would pray. And during all during the, the four, four and a half years that, that we had a staff, we did that with one time, one time, somebody came to me and said, I would appreciate, is there any way we could not do that? And I just simply answered with a, hey, I completely respect your viewpoint on that situation. I'm going to continue to do it because these staff members want to do it. If when huddles over and we go, when it's time to pray, if you want to go use the phone, bathroom, call someone, I 100% am not offended. Go just, I get it. Well, his huddle but, was when he got all his employees together before shift. To talk about what he expected of everybody today, and then he would do a little prayer or a little motivational speech. That's Sometimes that, both. That that was his huddle. That's what he means by huddle. So sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just trying uh, to explain huddle. Right, but one time during all that time, and so it's like uh, you don't have to reinvent the wheel because one person sees it different. You just respect that person's difference. I don't force somebody. That would be ridiculous. One. Illegal. See, yeah, and, and <laughs> number two, it's and ridiculous. I, and I appreciate your stance on that. It, it's because no, you know, instead of bowing to one person and not doing it at all, you give that person an option. Yeah, go. Look, do if, what if, you if, want. if you don't, if you don't want to pray with us, or if you don't want, you know, to commune with us, or whatever it is, you know, 
you don't have to. You know, we, we're going to take 60 seconds, 90 seconds, and we're going to do it. If that, right. If, Sometimes if, if, that, if, yeah. if that. And in that time, you know, hey, if you want, I can give mm-hmm. you a signal, and you can walk away, and then when you see the huddle break, yeah, then you can come back and do your duties, whatever. I mean, but. It's not rocket science. We don't have to. I, I've always been that. I've always been that that way. It's like the prayer in school thing. I mean, if you don't want to pray, you don't have to pray. I mean, you it's, don't you don't have to partake in it just because everybody else does. Now they call it a moment of silence. Moment of silence. And I'm one of those that believes. Uh, I saw something interesting years ago. I was at like Brookshire's or Super One or somewhere. And again, years ago, because you know <laughs> this wouldn't be up somewhere now. Talk about offending someone. But there's a little cartoon. You know, that was set up like a Calvin and Hobbes or what was that other, uh, like the far side or something. The far side. Yeah. And it was a, a little boy and his dad. And in the background, like in the background, you saw like the title uh, or the, the the sign. It was like Columbine in the background. And the kid asked dad, said, dad, why didn't God stop the shooting? The dad said, how can he? They won't allow him in school. And it was it was extreme. First off, extremely powerful to those that are people of faith. To not, I could one hundred percent. But imagine being so offended by that that you go take that down. Not oh, I, not just okay. I don't believe that. But say to yourself, okay, whatever. But the fact that you got to have it removed or your exist your existence can't go forth. I mean, to me, you've already had it removed from the school, so why remove it from? I mean, to me, it goes back to even though to, you don't believe that way, you're like, why would you're, why would I just, want that removed? You're, you're, you're trying to erase everything, you everything. know, like they want to erase history, like take down all the statues, take down. I mean, even you know, students got offended because there was a picture, a portrait of George Washington hanging in their school. Yeah, this they may not come here then. Well, there's a picture of George Washington on the door of there holding the tumbler that says leftist tears. I know. It's yeah. a real photo. He was really holding that tumbler. I know he was. Tumblers were real, very popular back then. I know. Like yeah. the Yeti cups. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, it was I, really neat. Me, me and George, he, me, me and him were probably related. Pro- I think we're related to George. Well, you got to tell him about that yesterday. Like, seriously, and I'd forgotten kind of this fact, but kind of joking, you, you know, when dudes get in a room, we talk about stupid shit. It's, it's no telling. Oh, yeah. And I was like, hey, you don't think this is going to be the crass part of the podcast. Okay, so bear with me. I said, do y'all think George just was sitting around one day, somebody was like, so who do y'all think has the biggest penis? And George was like, let me show y'all. I'm going to cross this river in this boat with my leg up. Here. Look, I'm crossing the fucking. And when I get to the other side, I'm going to kill a bunch of British. I, I, I'm fixing to cross the fucking Delaware, bitch. Right. Who do you think's got the biggest right. dick? Right. I got a mouthful of wooden teeth. Yeah. There you go. So it's like Joel, me and Joel were laughing about it. I, of course, you know, because Joel's liberal. I won't give that a second. But George Washington was a mountain of a man, though. Like, I'd forgotten how... When you go back and look at yeah, this was George, a big man. George was a big guy. Yes. Yeah, he, I mean, he makes he makes Vladimir Putin look like a toy soldier. Right. And I laugh all the time. I, and I say, it's like George His Washington was the first of the real alpha males. He said Putin. That's a stupid name, I know. Yeah. But, but he was a real alpha male. Well, you know he had to be an alpha male. I mean, he, he led a band of farmers against the greatest army at the yeah. time in the world. Yeah. 
And one. And one. Showed no fear. Okay, well, let, let's let's go back. He didn't win everything, but at the end, he finally won. What is it? He 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 didn't win every battle. He won the war. Well, that's I mean, all, right? That's all you gotta do. I mean, yeah, you can yeah. lose the battles as long as you win the war. You gotta, you're not gonna win every battle. Win the war, and he did. And so, it, there's something to be said, and it goes throughout history. I think it shows. I think it's obvious, and I know people are so offended by this. That's one of the joking. Kind of calling this unwavering toxic masculinity from the dude's den, but that's what it is. It is toxic masculinity because real men do that. We say stupid shit to each other that we're like, "Why are we even talking about this?" But you need alpha males to lead. If you don't, it's not going to work. We said that earlier. Not every head coach is an alpha male, no. but every good head coach is an, is alpha, an male. alpha male. Yes. Yeah. So let me you ask you this: them. You talk about this. Toxic masculinity. So I'm gonna go. Do you think farts are funny? I, my best friend is a bulldog. <laughs> is a two two and a half year old I'm, bulldog. I'm just saying. Bulldog. I'm so just yes. saying. If you think farts, farts, are are, farts are hilarious, yes, you can't get offended. No, no they are no funny. Way. There's man. no way you fart at the right time. No, and you, it will if, crack me up. If you fart in an elevator, I love it. I love it. Or, when I or can, in prayer. Dude. Have somebody fart in their breath, Stanley. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I can fart in an elevator, and I can get the look from my wife. She just gives me that look like, Brandy, she'll just give me a look. She'll be like, and I, I just kind of smile, and she just, she don't want to do it. Everybody in the elevator is like gasping for air. I think it's hilarious. I start laughing. Yeah. Well, it's also because you're a degenerate. I, that's that, that, See? Yeah. yeah. Anti-denial, I, though. I, I mean, so yes, I, I am that. I, I'm, I'm not going to deny, I am definitely. But I think we're experiencing right now what happens to a society, a culture, a country, a people when you don't have an alpha male leading it. We are experiencing that in, I feel like, the most epic of ways right now. You have to have it. I, I was completely shocked. Like, my wife, again, everybody's different, but... My wife, she doesn't need me. It's She doesn't have to have a man. But she was also raised by a woman that was do on her own. But she was raised to take care of a, of, a ma- of a man that took care of you. What is wrong with that picture anymore? I mean, it's like we, we become these, we're, you're just old, you're just, just, dinosaur and I don't uh, the best statement I ever heard in my life you ever been with another couple <clears throat> and uh, you're traveling somewhere and you go to get in and the and the other guy get your wife will say well hey you can ride up front with Steve that's happened right the women ride the back seat I asked yeah, Mary one yeah. day I said why do y'all do that because I've never, I've always wondered, like, why is that? And, and, and she said the most epic answer. She said, because real women that do not care about their being inferior, they're not. They don't, you know, care, they're not. They don't care about their status. No. No. Because they know where they, they know where they, they, know where they stand. Yeah, they yes, yeah. first. Yeah, right. exactly. She said, because we like to be humble. And I looked at her like, that. that's the answer. And she said, yeah, because I like to see. A man, 
Well, the, like, yes, that's it. Pay charge. Yes. Yeah, I get it. Like she said, yeah. that turns, that's what I want out of my husband. Okay. I don't want a, a she, participation trophy. Hunt. Yeah, you don't right. want a sheet. Right. You don't want a yes man. You know, that, that yeah. well put, yeah. yeah. And so, but that this this it's becomes such an offensive thing, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. I know I just said don't want to be a yes man, but at the end of the day, we still say, yeah, we're still yes men. One hundred percent. Oh yeah, one but, million but, percent. Because we're m- ignorant to say otherwise. Oh yeah, because women, we women, both. women know they can be they can play that humble card, but, but they, they but but they know we're gonna say we're gonna be like. Yes, honey. Yeah, they know at the end of the day. Yeah, we're just gonna do whatever it is they want to do, and that's fine. Look, I know you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you got nothing going on today. You, you know, you gotta drive 200 miles, do this. But if you get a chance, can you uh, redo the plumbing under the sink and re-roof the house? And you know, give you a good example. No, no, no. Did say have to say? I was gonna say, you know, the leaves in the backyard really need to be raked. Not say, hey, would you do that? Yeah. They just bring it up, yeah, and it up. makes Man, you we, just we, go like, and we, you go we, get a rake. Yeah, we really need to get those leaves picked up in the yard. And next thing you know, you ain't even said nothing. You got a rake, and you're raking, and you're like, how did she do this? I know. I did three hours of that shit How did Friday. she do this? Yeah. What did? Why did I go grab this rake? Yeah, three hours Friday. Because we love them, and we want them to be happy. We don't want them. Because they, they, they took the back seat on a road trip. But, but in a way, uh, I mean, you're kind of right. I mean, it's kind of like, hey, I'll let you be who you need to be when you need to be it, but behind that closed, works the other way. Uh, behind closed doors, yeah, we know we know who who's in charge. I mean, I'm I'm not afraid to say it. I mean, I'm, well, I'm neither I'm, am I. Like, I'm a I'm a dude. I'm a man's man. I, I'm rough, tumble. I'm you know, as much as I hate John Wayne, I'm rough, tough, and don't take shit off no one. Yeah. Except great segue, Steve. You're writing them for me. Thank except, you. Okay. Except. No, yeah, one hundred percent. But brings me to another subject because you're talking about alpha men, males, this, that, and the other. There is no such thing anymore as leading men in Hollywood, and I don't know why that is. Like, we have obviously there's, I mean, there's great actors, you know, out there, and that's fine. They're wonderful. They're talented as can be. All that great. But where did the leading men go? Where did the Spencer Tracy? The the Dennis Cagney, the Humphrey Bogarts, the the fucking Spencer Tracy, really? He what, went all uh, the way back. No, but really? when you go back through time, I mean, when you go back through actors, fucking where Spencer, are they? Fucking Spencer, he dead. That's where he is. But where are leading men now? Because I said to you earlier, I said I, I feel like the only leading man in Hollywood today, leading real man, is Tom Cruise. He's the last uh, movie star. Like, uh, tell. Who else is a movie star? I don't know. I, well, I guess, I mean, Gerard Butler's pretty good. I mean, he's got yeah, some good stuff. He yeah. got some good stuff. I mean, he does it, but yes, you're right. Yeah. He's not that transcending everybody go see. Like, the, the, the our country needed Top Gun 2 more than anything. Oh, they needed, they, needed, they, they, they needed Maverick. They yes. needed Maverick bad. Because guess what? Never brought up politics. Guess what? Never. Guess what? We all got a little bit of Maverick in us, you know? I mean, we've all got a little Iceman. We got a little Goose. We have a little Maverick. We have that in us. I mean, it's we do. We, we, I mean, we really do. I mean, I mean, that's that, that's male and female. I yes, mean, we, 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 we got one hundred percent. We got it in us. We need alpha females too. That yes, you do. Um, you need yeah, we to do. Take charge, women. You know? Exactly. But um, we're who other than Tom Cruise? Like, 
I mean, I know you said, you know, uh, uh, Gerard, Gerard Butler. But there's no more that, like, growing up as a kid, you know, Eddie Murphy, box office hit. You know, Burt Reynolds, box office success. You know, you had actors, man. Fucking Burt Reynolds? Yeah, Burt Reynolds was a badass, man. Fucking Burt? He was great in Boogie Nights. Jesus, he was good. Oh, I love that movie. God, he was uh, so good in that movie, I, man. Oh, Wahlberg's a good leading man. Don't, don't forget about Wahlberg. He's in Boogie Nights. All right. 100% correct. You are correct. I forgot about Wahlberg, and I'm sorry. But, again, alpha male. He's He is. But there's not any more of that. Like, there's just a few. Back when we were growing up, there was, there was many. Charles Bronson. Well, uh, I mean, Sean it, Connery, it, it, Ed Harris. I mean, well, I mean, it was like, you know, when we were growing up, it was, you know, every week there would be a new leading man in a movie, whether it be Pacino. Yeah. Or De Niro, which mm. I, I don't really care for De Niro much anymore. Yeah, yeah. But I Brando. Mean, I mean, Brando. Brando. I mean, Brando was. Mur- Murphy. I yeah, mean, right. Ed- Eddie. 100%, I mean, man. I mean, could carry, could carry a movie. You know, I mean, now you got you, you got these, I guess some people would argue, what about The Rock? But I mean, he he's just, no, I don't know. No, no, because I truly, I, again, I truly believe The Rock, like so many other it's just feeding the machine. He's yep. just feeding the machine what they want to hear. But he 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 needs a gimmick. Does that make sense? He needs a gimmick. He needs a gimmick movie. I mean, whether it's the Jungle Book or Jumanji or something. I mean, he can't. I don't think there's been an original movie that The Rock's been in. I mean, well, I, I don't say, think I, there's been an original movie in Hollywood in a long time. When, when I say an original movie, I mean. We, I think like Puzo's Godfather. Well, yeah, you think uh, you think Scarface, the Palma Scarface, yeah, Carlito's Way, Carlito's Way. Even Tarantino is the Scor- last of Scor- a filmmaker. Scor- Scorsese's, you know, whether it be Goodfellows or Shutter Island, DiCaprio. There's another one, Leo. Yeah, but he's such an activist now. I mean, everything's you have, and that's what I was going to say. You have a bunch of activists yeah, and not and, leading men now. Yeah, you know, Tom Hanks said. That if offered the role of of Andrew in Philadelphia yeah. today, he wouldn't take it because he's not gay. What the fuck? That's what acting is. What are you talking about? You're not. Yeah, I thought no, actors are supposed to act. That's that's an issue I have with with Hollywood. Yes, is, it's the activism and everything. It, because they live their entire lives being someone not themselves. But they want to. They're the ultimate liar. I mean, yeah, no, ba- basically, they want yeah. to groom you to be something they're not. You know, I mean, they're the voice of. And I've always been that way. Whether whether it's music or sports or movies or whatever, I don't like an artist that that wants to spout their social views and political views upon me. Which I'm one of those that feel like you're a person like I am. You have them. That's great and fine. You do, but you don't use that platform. Right. But see, here's the problem. I'm saying like you don't know, but I've been shocked at the human beings. The We're talking about adult men and women that will read something a celebrity says on Twitter and just... uh, 
just puts that to well that there. Okay, then I gotta feel that way. I mean, if Tom, if if Tom Hanks or Madonna or whoever, if that's the way they feel, then that's the way I gotta feel. Well, you know, it goes back to what? that. It goes back to that commercial where you believe everything on the internet. Yeah, I'm a French model. Bonjour. You know. Yeah, but this is a problem, and it, and it, you know, to me, it goes back to social media. It's our kids have this. It, it's just twenty four seven. It's twenty four seven. I remember being a kid. You, me, Randy, you know, we'd leave the house at daylight. Wouldn't walk back in that house until dark. How many How many times we were back, seriously, how many times we were outside playing? And you go inside now, and you told me, get back outside. We, 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 we live in a part of the country that could be, you know, considered the hottest part of the world sometimes. Mm-hmm. With the humidity, it's... Oh, yeah. 110, 115 degrees with mm-hmm. the heat index. And, and you're out there all day. Out there all day. Drinking out of water hose. Drinking drink water hose. Didn't die. Go, go, go pee behind the tree. Go pee behind the building. 100%. You walk inside. To grab a snack. I mean, just, I mean, I mean, you just walk inside. You just, you just fucking forget about it. Like, I got to mm-hmm. piss. You walk inside to piss. And then you walk outside. And then I would walk inside. And all of a sudden, you'd hear... If y'all keep coming in and out that door, running out, y'all will come inside. I can't go back out no more the rest of the day. So you stay back outside. Yes, what? But but look at the access of what these kids have in front of them all the time. And I'm a proponent that when you start talking this, you know, school shooting, Second Amendment thing, it's I believe social media is our corporate in everything right now. Look, you know, and we've we had this conversation before. Um when you have the world at your fingertips, and, and smartphones, I mean, mm-hmm. to me, that's no, that's what it is. I mean, that, that's it. You have access I mean, to anything. You know, I remember growing up. There could some, there could be something happen in Iran, and we wouldn't know about it for two days. Now, if something happens in Iran, we know about it in thirty minutes. There are great aspects of social media and getting the news immediately. Uh, but then there's that thing: we don't get news anymore. We get opinions. That's all we ever get. Oh yeah, we get we, we we get shock news. That's it. We get things. We get exactly that because that's what sells. That's what sells. Keeping people divided. Yeah, sells. It, it used to be sex, but now it's shock news. Let's let's divide everybody on on all this. I'm glad you said that because I re- again remember being a kid. And you'd find a Playboy, and this was the oh my god! That you, know, you were just you would giggle. We're going look at this, but now we're scary, right? They have access. Kids have access to this twenty four. Man, look, I, I don't know what that is. I'm gonna tell you this, but we were we went to uh, the beach last September, uh, not this September, but September a year ago, and uh, I was coming back from the condo. And let's head down the boardwalk back to the beach. Well, there was a family in front of me, you know, walking. And they had, I don't know, girls, teenage girls. They were probably, I'd say, between 13 and 15. Mm-hmm. They were talking about what they were looking at on Pornhub. I'm God almighty. And I'm like, Jesus. Uh, and, 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 and the parents are like two steps in front of them. And they're, they're talking. If I could hear them, I know the parents could hear them. Parents have said a word. I'm like, either they're not listening. They're so used to just blocking them out. Oh, they don't care. Or which is both both situations is bad. Are a problem. It's bad. Yes. Look, and and with the advent of not only the smartphone, 
but also the video game consoles. Basically, all that did, that is the babysitter now for parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's no longer let's do things as a family. It's give them something to occupy them so they're not bothering you. I I want you to do this, and I'm I'm sure you have. All right. But next time you go out to eat, Mm -hmm. you and Mary go to eat, I want you to sit down, and I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound funny, but take your phone out and videotape people around you. We've had this. And look at how many people sitting directly across from each other aren't even talking to each other. They're on their phones. Do you realize, Mary and I just had this conversation the other day, where I was, we're sitting there eating breakfast. That, I mean, like, I we just, hadn't been out to dinner or, or a meal uh, like that in a while. Yeah. So we're, we're sitting across from each other to eat breakfast just the other day, and I was like, look look over your shoulder. Well, you can just kind of look. I said, those two people look like they hate each other. I mean, it, it's, it's... Both it, of them on their phones, nobody talking, nobody paying I mean, attention. And it's a lost art now conversation. And it's that, lost. And now, and now you have to watch it. So now you don't even need your phone. Your phone's got to be close, but you can look at your watch and do it. I mean... I mean, when's it going to stop? I mean, it's not, but that's not, but that's how I feel like, <clears throat> again, I'm not some conspiracy theorist. I'm not, it's, but I feel like that's why everything, every ounce of our existence, we're being told, this is what you got to do. Well, yeah. This is what you got to do. I this mean, is what you got to do. And like, kids, it, and that shit is dangerous. Like I said, you know, video games and the phone. I mean, you give that to a kid, occupy them forever. You know what's worse, though? And you know what? Used to, used to tell your kid, I want you to go outside and play. But you know what it does? If a kid goes out and plays, it means you got to keep an eye on that kid. Right. And you have to pay attention. But, but, but if that kid is sitting in front of a TV or sitting in front of a telephone. You got to worry about it. You, you know that kid's in the house. They're occupied. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're being brainwashed. By what they what they see on that phone, hundred percent, or on the video game. I mean, it doesn't matter. Just recently, I saw a clip of a cartoon or or like a, a Pixar style cartoon or, or movie where it, it like you said earlier, common sense. Mm-hmm. I can tell that's a male. That that character figure is a male, and they're going in the supermarket and they stop and ask the lady, "Where are the feminine hygiene products?" And the lady goes, uh, well, for you or your spouse? Uh, no, they're for me. I'm a, I'm a woman. It, why are we doing this? What, what are you doing? What are you doing? Look. But this is Disney. When At one point, I remember Disney being very family-oriented. Disney was wholesome. It has at, went at, at, so far left. At one point in time, Disney, and well, that's. It's Michael Eisner, and that, that's that whole takeover, you and, know. And, and, and that's what I, I joke with, with Joel all the time. I'm like, hey, you, you know I love you, because there are truly, truly, most of the quote-unquote liberals I know are good-hearted, hard-working, logical, you know, they lean this way, that way. Even like Bill Maher, you know. They're, you know leftist, that's a whole different deal. Now, most, lib, most of the mainstream liberals are leftist. That's cuckoo. Look, man, you can you you can have far left and you have far right. Of course, all right. Yeah, and both are very dangerous. And and right now, what we're 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 
experiencing is extreme far left ideology. Okay, if and everybody blamed far right ideology on January sixth, right? All right, we gotta we gotta stop. We gotta we gotta crush that. We gotta quell it. We gotta do whatever. But they praised the far left ideology. No, this the the, the, I mean, the let's call it what I've called it. Is that I'll, there's another hill down the, the Black Lives Matter movement. First off, yeah, that's, yeah that's yes, a farce. Black Lives Matter. Every yeah. life matters, and that, so let's no, end that. I, 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 I say Black Lives Matter is a farce. I doesn't. I don't. No, mean right. The, you mean the group, the organization, right? You no, mean it, that it, it is a farce. It's no, it's a false narrative. Number two, what 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 are you doing? What what? It's amazing that if Black Lives Matter so mad, so bad, right? During all those riots after you know King Floyd died, mm-hmm. then why was it ninety nine point nine percent all black owned businesses being destroyed? Yeah, and it's well, that's an issue. That's a major issue. Number number two, you have um, if if Black Lives really matter, number one. Fifty percent of all black death is abortion. Bottom line. Well, bottom line. And again, I know that's a whole different. I know. No, but I'm just no, saying. No, I'm going to say you, you say fifty percent of all black death is abortion. It is. But, but uh, I will say this: um, the vast majority of black death come at the hands of other black individuals. You know, the same thing for white people. Like I've done, I've sit here and done the research. You know, like color on color. You know. Specific color and color crime is it's rampant, right? It is. That's my issue. Black lives do matter. So let's start in these communities. Well, black lives have to matter amongst black lives. Yes. Black lives can't matter just when to, the police does it or a white. It, it person, can't right? matter to people of non-color, right? Or an Asian does. Right. doesn't matter. It, that's right. It doesn't. That's right. It it's not exclusive to people of non-color. It has to matter to people of color as well. Yes. Right. And, and so it's a it's a and so the narrative is and. Do you remember back about five, six, seven years ago? I would. This is another, I don't mind admitting I was wrong. Fine. I've been wrong a bunch. I would stand in a room and argue up and down that LeBron was better than Jordan. How wrong I was? Fine. A million percent. Not only that, LeBron is dangerous because he says things on Twitter that are just not the case. That man truly has a platform to use. How is a man that's a gazillionaire at playing a sport not telling black people, hey, you can be whatever you want to be. Yeah, it don't matter it, where you come from. We live in a country where the poorest can wind up millionaires. But instead, he, right. he's running the narrative, hey, you can't trust whitey. We're oppressed. Yes. And I, to me, I don't see a to, lot of oppressed people in this country. To, to me, to me, if, if I was... A person of color, and I'm not, and I, you know, people consider, no. people consider and say, well, you could say that because you know you're not, but honestly, as a human being, and as somebody that really cares about the human race, not just the race, or your, you know, the color of your skin, mm-hmm. if I have a multi-million dollar athlete or person, yeah, actor, athlete, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Right. No matter whether, whether no, what their profession is. Right. Telling me that we need to stand up and fight because we're oppressed. Wait, because police are hunting us in the streets. All right. Wow. I'm going to look and say, well, uh, 
why don't you give some of your money to help combat this? Here's an issue. I think is the the here's what I think is at the heart of the issue. Families. They're dads. Well, fathers. I well, think I, it's an I, issue. I'm glad you said that because that's a good segue. Because you know Emily, my daughter-in-law, right in Ohio, right. She's a teacher. She teaches inner city schools in Cleveland. She has issues. Matter of fact, she had an issue where one of her students told her that she was going to commit. She thought about killing herself. That's an issue. Now, as an educator or as a responsible person, human being, right? You have to report that. Yes, you need to. Yeah, she reported it. Well, they set up a parent-teacher conference. Sent the little girl home, whatever. Well, this was Emily's last semester of college. She That was her final grade was to student teach. So she was mm-hmm. a student teacher. This was last semester. Um, so the teacher of the class pretty much told her, hey, they're going to have a parent-teacher conference. Don't show up. Because all they're going to do is blast you because you reported her. So, yeah, yeah. So, Emily do didn't Do what? Sh- yeah. So, Emily didn't show up. Her, her, the teacher showed up, and they wanted to know where Emily was. And the teacher said, I told her not to come because I know this is going to be a witch hunt. Do you know? This is insane. Do you know what the young girl's mother said to they don't have guidance counselors first off do i want to know it's gonna piss me off isn't it? Go oh, ahead, go it's ahead. definitely gonna piss you can't off can't wait to hear this go ahead she told they don't call them guidance counselors they call them advisors or something whatever yeah. whatever, whatever. <clears throat> she looked at the principal and the advisor and told them point blank well the reason why she done it is because she's white and my daughter's black. That's why she reported it. And they were like, no, ma'am, we have to report any of this. You know, if a student wants to do harm to themselves or another student, we have to report it. She goes, well, her being white, she just uh, doesn't understand our culture. And no. I'm, I'm like, what culture is suicide exclusive to? It's well. For, you took the words out of my mouth. That's why I had that look on my face. Like, yeah, what? What? Please tell me, what culture is? It, so, I don't even know what to say right now. Basically, a they brought child, up culture. They brought up culture as the reason why the child wanted to kill themselves. A child, but I noticed you said the the child's mother. Mm-hmm. Okay, child's father present. Was it? No, it was, just, it was just a mother, and I, and, I, and I I made that comment to Emily. I was like, you know, a lot of this starts at home whenever there's a one-parent home. Yes. Especially when there's no father. Not or, all one-parent homes. That's no, not what we're saying. No. We're just a lot of them. A lot there. of yeah. one-parent homes, whether it be right. just, just a father raising a child or, or just a mother raising a child. Right. If you don't have both parents. There's, there could be, there's sometimes issues. Yeah, and it goes back to that, especially in single-parent homes, they use... Smartphones and the video games as babysitters instead of trying to talk to their kids and educate their kids about just life, life, spending time together, exactly. interactions, 
having conversations, and that's what I said a minute ago, This it's a lost art doing what we're doing. So basically what I gathered from all that was most of these young African-American kids are being taught at home the hate towards people that don't look like them. Oh, I 100% believe that. In New York right now, the Lion King on Broadway right now just sent notice to their last two staffers that were white that they are being fired because they want a predominantly African-American, or not predominantly, they want an entire African-American cast. And you know what the the guy did that got fired? You know what he did? Sign language expert. He signed her. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, I mean. Why does that have to be exclusive to us? What are we doing? Yeah, I mean, it it goes back to. You're wanting to segregate us again. Exactly. Why? Exactly. And it goes back to the municipalities. And and we'll just take this city where we're at right now. You notice, you know, the police departments, fire departments, all that, they're hiring. But they cannot hire. They have 10 positions open. Yeah, they, they, have, pro, they have quotas. They have 10, 10 positions open, right? They need to hire 10 people <clears throat> to help out with the workload. But if only two people of color apply, that means they can only hire four people. How insane is this? I mean, it, it, let me tell you right now, I could care less about your color, and if you think that's the case, then just don't listen, because it's not the case, ever. Never no, 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 I'm, I didn't no. Bring that, I'm just saying, no, I mean, a, it, let's don't help the public, but let's... Let's, let's not let's, hire the best human being for the job. You know, just, let's because, make sure just, a, just because two people of color are the ones that want the job, let's don't hire the other eight that aren't people of color to help with the workload. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let's it's keep insane. them shorthanded until we can get it even keel. It's absolutely insane to ever consider hiring anyone for anything that's not the best person for the job, no matter the color. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Uh, not Larry Elder. Uh, the guy that, oh, my God, the guy that ran for uh, for president at one time. Uh, God, I can't remember his name. Ross Perot. No, it's a black guy. <laughs> black guy. Uh, but anyway, he ran for president one time. Oh, God, I cannot remember his name. But. Herman Cain. All right. Herman Cain said that when he was in in college, like he, he got his, his bachelor's degree, and he went to his boss, and uh, he was up for a promotion, went to his boss. The another uh, employee got the job, goes to his boss, and he's like, Herman Cain says, well, hey, how come, for example, say the guy's name's Bill, how come... Bill got the job, and I didn't. And his boss said, well, Bill got a master's degree. So Herman Cain looked at his boss and went, got it. So you know what he did? He went, and he got a master's degree. It wasn't, hey, I didn't hire this guy because of his skin color. I didn't promote him because of his skin color. I promoted him because at the time, the degree and, and, and the, the edu- it made him made him a more uh, 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 qualified candidate for the position. So instead of Herman Cain saying, oh, well, it was racist, he said, oh, you heard it because you got a master's degree? Okay. So he went, and he got a freaking master's degree. And guess what? Next promotion, he got. 
It's not about, and it never was with Herman Cain. It wasn't about skin color. That's a great documentary, by the way. One, it's called Uncle Tom, and it talks. It, it follows these eight or ten black conservative men and women, and the shit they get said to them by other people because they're conservative. Yeah, it's you, insanely cruel. You know, to me, I've always been. You know, if I'm not good at it, and it goes back to the participation thing, I, I said that earlier about the sports, and it, it, it makes sense, you know, when we were kids. If we weren't good enough, we didn't make didn't it. And then, didn't, didn't, guess what? We had to try harder and come back next year, see if we can be better than we were before. Yeah. It's the same thing in life, all right? Handing out participation trophies is basically what we're doing now when we're talking about hiring people now. But it's everything, man. It's, it's it's taking over everything. That's how we do everything. You know, because we're not going to hire the best person person for the job. Mm-hmm. We're going to hire the same amount of people from the job. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we we just want it to be equal. What? So here's my deal. I believe. I believe in equality. Country, uh, I believe in equal opportunity. I don't necessarily believe in equal outcome. If if somebody gives you a set of tomato plants and me a set of tomato plants. And you bust your ass to grow the best, most delicious tomatoes. And I hem haul around and, and just don't do this, don't do that, don't wake up, don't work hard on it. When it all when it's all said and done, I can't be pissed off and want part of your income because you did better than me. No. Work harder. Well that's socialism. That's uh, right. And it's scary. It is. I mean because to me you're never gonna guarantee we cannot guarantee equal outcome. All right, to me, right now, between you and I, right now. If we're going to compare who's better fit for what job over the other. I'm going to say you're far better, more qualified, and better fit to do what we're doing right now than I am. Can I practice at it? Can I be better at it? Sure. It mean it, right. You can fine tune any craft. That's right. I, I can. That's right. I can. I can be. I can work. If I want to do this, I can work harder. I can. You can better. go. Okay. I, I'll bust I, my ass I can and do show it. you. I can, yes. do, I can do it. Right. Yeah. Now on the flip side, we can go. Carpenter work. Oh, I'm shit out of luck. Now. Hey, first off, do you got the tape where I have to be able to read it, or does it have all the numbers? Which I don't have a dummy tape, bro. You got to read the lines. Yeah. You got to read the lines. So, but you're right. That's it. It's, know what you're good at, and if you're not, get better but at if, it. But if, if I'm not the most qualified person for the job, then I don't expect to get the job That's based right. off who I am, who I know, or the color of my skin. Or and it shouldn't or, be that way. Or the sex or gender right. that I identify right. as. Right. So um, I was talking with a friend today, and, and I don't know if this is a good segue or not for it, but I want to bring it up. Just kind of our last topic here. But <clears throat> I won't name his name, right, because he's going to come on with me, and if he wants to discuss it, fine. But I'll just say that he's, he texted me and said, I got something I want to gripe about. So I called. He does that with me. I can gripe with him, whatever. But And he goes, All right, I don't care where you stand on the issue. It's irrelevant. But do you know how it feels as an American to have people for the last six months, oh, student debt forgiveness, student debt forgiveness, student debt forgiveness, student debt forgiveness. Midterms comes, goes. Not even a week after midterm. Hey, we're going to be able to do the student debt thing. And he's like, these politicians think this shit's a game. And they're doing it to to get votes. And then they get the votes. And then, well, we can't do it. Like, there's no way of fixing this now. 
politicians are so far gone, they're so far bald, and both sides, both sides, yeah, um, that the only way to fix it is blow it up, metaphorically uh, speaking, and start over. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to delve this too much bad. into it because I know you said that you and your friend were probably going to talk about this on, on your next podcast. That's fine. Um, I'll say this. No, I want your opinion. That yeah, doesn't yeah, mean, yeah. I didn't use his name for no, that no, reason. No, 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 no. We're good. We're yeah. good. Um, I just don't want to keep going over the same stuff on your podcast and people go, oh, they, you know, they're talking about the same stuff every podcast, you know. No. Oh, wait, what the fuck am I But it's just, yeah, but it's different insights. But, but um, here's my thing on it. All right. The United States government has allowed these institutions, and, 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 and whether it be a financial institution, educational institution, well, educational institution, they control. Mm-hmm. Financial institutions, they do have a hand in as well. And that ought to let people see how good socialism really is. Look at our education system. All right, so, yeah, exactly. Not good, guys. Uh, no, it's not. So, they have, the, the, the government has allowed so much latitude to the financial institutions, whether it be banks or loan companies, and in this case, student loan companies, to prey upon individuals. And, you know, here's my thing. Student loans are predatory. I get it. And and the government allowed it. At the same time, um, how can a country, how can, how can a government of a country I don't know the exact number, but I know it's in the trillions. Us? Yes. Okay. In debt. In debt. Yeah. Big debt. How can we give our citizens a credit score whenever our credit sucks? No. Well, we can't. Number two, it's unconstitutional. Well, I'm just saying. No, I I mean, they they do. Right. But what what I'm saying is the logical answer should be number one you can't and then you can't they, do that and without then, and then they charge these outlandish interest rates yes. on these students and knowing knowing that the student is going to spend most college students spend a minimum of four to six years getting their degree it takes them anywhere from ten to fifteen years to pay the loan back yeah and that's even if they stay in the field in which they got their degree in mm-hmm. and case in point. Your nephew, my son, earned a, he's a registered nurse. He has a nursing degree. You know, is he nursing right now? No. What's he doing now? Uh, he, he's an oil uh, valve. Yeah, oil, yeah, yeah. Mechanical. He, 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 works, yeah. he works in the industrial industry yes. on safety relief valves mm-hmm. and safety valves. Right? And why? Because it pays more. There's more of an opportunity for him in it than it was in the field in which he went. And people can say, oh, you can get a job doing nurse anywhere, blah, blah, blah. That, you can. You can. Mm-hmm. First off, it's irrelevant what job they want. If they got the but, degree, they get, you know. But the peace of mind and and the financial obligations and the, and the strain on him is far less doing what he's doing now than what it was him being a nurse. He, yeah. he. He told me he hated it. Yeah. And that's all he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. He was adamant. He was in the top top 2% of his class. He hated it. He but hated it. That and you have, you know, the, the in this instance, it was President Biden. Right? That's the, that's at the time when he was senator, whatever. 
uh, he helped make this student loan issue as bad as it is. He helped write the bill that wouldn't allow you to file it on bankruptcy. Well, you couldn't file bankruptcy on student loans. Well, so then he then all these years later, well, I'm going to take these student loans from you. You can't do that. Well, Brandon done a lot. You know, Brandon done a lot in his time in 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 uh in government and uh, people people tend to you know they want to erase the past and they want to do this. They tend to forget some of the stupid shit this man has said. I mean, he actually. Well, they want to hold you accountable for something you said ten years ago, but not him. No, he no, gets no, a pass. No, 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 not him. Yeah, you know, right, they want yeah. reparations for slavery, but you know, this man can say, "Hey, I, I don't want my children going to a racial jungle." Yeah, I believe in segregation. Like, I, want, the, I don't want my, I don't want my children involved in a racial jungle. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's just, it's. He said some of the most you know, ridiculous if, things. If you aren't black, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. I mean, yeah. If you don't know who you want to vote for between me and Trump, you're not black. It's yeah, just like I mean, the most stupid thing. Yeah. Well, when he said, you know, uh, poor kids, in, uh, you know, uh, poor kids are just as as smart as white kids. What? Yeah, I mean, what that, did you say? Exactly. Now if, we were poor. If, if 45 would have said that, it would uh, have yeah. been, it would have been a lynching. Yeah, I but, mean, straight up. But I want to straight up. Yeah, I like to call people out for what it is, whether it be Trump or not. I think one of the stupidest things I've ever heard pre- former President Trump do was the last week. Him, you know, he just starts ranting negatively about Ron DeSantis. Then the next night, it's the governor. Like, yeah, shut up, bro. Yeah, I, 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 you've got to know when to shut look, your I, mouth. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I've always been a big Trump supporter. As I've said, I hell, mean, I'd vote for him tomorrow. I, I would too. I mean, uh, just, just that don't mean everything he does I is mean, right. Just, just because I always said that the United States is a is a business. We've always been a business. He knows how to run hey, business. Do you know how many people said that? And then when we got a businessman in, they believed the politicians. Exactly. That have put us in this situation over the years. Exactly. Over this guy. Exactly. Like, but Trump's biggest deal to me was his penchant for wanting to run his mouth in social media. That's just, it. Shut dude, up. Stay stay off of it. Just yes. just 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 uh, we we understand you don't give a we don't you understand we don't you don't give a fuck. And to an extent, we like that. But that, I don't fine. like the constant but, combative. But, but yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't like it either. I no, mean, I, I don't like. Uh, you're always bringing up something about somebody else, and, and always this, negative. Look, be the don't don't. It's almost to the point of being childish, in a way. No, that's exactly what it is. That's it in a nutshell. I mean, it's just look, look, stupid. Look, I mean, you lost. You didn't lose, but you lost. Don't don't fuck it up for the rest of us, Big Don. Well, I've always okay. said. I've always said. We have to blame the situation we're in right now on him. Because if you would have stayed off Twitter, I truly believe he gets reelected. Oh, yeah. But he couldn't do it. He couldn't stop. And that makes you a narcissist. You make everything yeah. about somebody owes you. That's the problem. Yeah. I, and, and, and like I said, I'm, I'm a big Don supporter. Oh, me I, too. I, I believe a lot of. It doesn't mean we agree with everything he says I, and does. We're not I, stupid. I, there's a lot of things he done that I thought he should have just fucking. Done the opposite. <laughs> he should just fucking stopped and and quit with the whole ranting and raving and just let it play out. Yeah, but he just it's so it's so disheartening to me because I take someone like it, it, I, the guy I was talking to today, the friend I was talking to is a I'll, he'll say it too. He's a liberal, all right, pretty left leaning, and he even said today he said DeSantis is the guy I want to believe in. Well, that's it, like. 
because he's not your everyday politician. Now, that's I'm, the I'm, only I'm, thing that's going to fix this. Look, I'm, I'm going to say this, and now mainstream, main, main, oh, they hate ma- mainstream liberals are leftist liberals. Okay. Yes, mainstream. But, yes, but but the majority of your liberal population, the ones that aren't in it for a narrative, mm-hmm. they're like the rest of us. Yes, conservatives. Yes, I, look, some of the best we're, conversations we're, I ever no, had were with him. Look, we 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 sit on the right side of the fence. I get it. Here we are, on the right and left again, but. I truly believe that I do believe in some of I do, I do agree with some of the leftist views. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to as a country. Yes. You have to. You have to agree on both. I mean, not everything can be one sided. I mean, that's what's that's, that's it. Socialism. Not everything's got to be bipartisan. It just, you don't have to be an argument about everything. That's socialism. Mm-hmm. All right. So we we have to agree. On certain things, and we have to. Not everything's gonna be one way. Right? We have to appreciate eat both both viewpoints. But with the extreme left or the extreme right, they don't. It's either our way or no way is the highway. And, and and right now we have an extreme leftist liberal president in office with ex- extreme leftist liberal Senate. And everything. Cabinet. I mean, it's Every, just all very I mean, just. I mean, I mean everything. Oof. I mean, so, you know, you talk about your liberal friends and. But I would I'd be willing to bet your liberal friends agree more with you on some of your conservative views of, as you do with them yes. on their liberal views. Yes, we're not so far to one side that then, you can't go, okay, I get then, that. Then, then, then the Pelosi's and, yeah. say, the the QAnon or whoever, hey, yeah, yeah, then, yeah. Who? See, damn. So you got the, you know, what I'm saying. Oh yeah, well, you I mean, we're, 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 you got Antifa, you got QAnon. They're just, they're yeah. just violent, exactly. Smear, yeah. Smearing, uh, just, they're, 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 they're domestic terrorist organizations. Yes, both. I, I get, I get it. And same way with BLM. I mean, to me, that's what it is. So, did you get to watch that documentary yet? Oh no, I haven't. Okay, I, check I, it out. I, next, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that's that's going to be my next project. So we we can we can talk about it on next. the on the next. I hope you have me again. I'm, oh, one hundred percent. It's been awesome. Uh, but last thing I want to ask you, and uh, and we'll go is all right. I something I do, you know, come in and do the show is that like I have a cigar. You, I know you, you're a Guinness drinker, love mm-hmm, Guinness. Mm-hmm, that's your beer choice. Mm-hmm. Has been, et cetera. When in doubt, uh, have a stout. Right. Do you? Uh, how do you feel? Uh, about the the legalization of marijuana. Is that something like I'm will? Are you? You ain't gotta come up with it all today. But are you one of those that hey, I'm willing to have this conversation? Yeah, I mean we we can have this conversation. No, uh, not us, but as a country, do you think we should be able? Yeah, to yeah, consider this. I, I think it. I think I think it need. We yes, yeah. Okay. And short answer, yes. I think it needs to be. Right. Me too. I think it needs to be regulated. Um, not government regulation. No, thank you, thank you. Not government. I'm talking about no government out of shit. Lo, 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 local, local, regu- local regulations, mm-hmm. like yeah. you know, independent groups. Uh, yeah, that so, do, yeah. So I, I know we're fixing to go, but when, when's the last time you've been to Vegas? Oh God, man, it's been uh, twenty. Uh, what year? Twenty twenty two. So holy shit, two thousand. Okay, yeah. so I, I've been to Vegas 
uh, twice in the last year and a half. Right. Vegas has legalized, you know, Nevada legalized marijuana for, you know, recreational use. Right. Now, you can walk anywhere downtown Las Vegas, especially the Strip, because that's where everything's at now. Mm-hmm. Dude, it is so bad. And, and not being a, a marijuana user, it, it's bad, okay? Yeah. Well. Well, anything in excess is bad. Well, so, so now Vegas, it's gotten so bad, you know, and, and with COVID and everything else, the, the, the tourism and everything is down in, in, in Vegas, naturally. It was all around, all around the country, all around the world. Right. But now that the restrictions are lifted and, and, and people are, can now travel freely and do things, the, the public consumption of that stuff is so bad. I mean, you walk down the strip in Vegas, and dude, you can get a contact high. I mean, people just—I mean, they're just walking around smoking, the, smoking like people do cigarettes, right? Right. Right. Which I didn't like. I don't like that I, either. I, I, I don't like it either. Yeah, so, so, it's, so I'm not being so Vegas not wanting to to turn over to upset the apple cart. You know, it is illegal. To smoke it on the streets in Vegas, but they don't enforce it. They yeah. don't enforce it because well, that's another issue. I mean, yeah, right. yeah. But Vegas now, because so many tourists are complaining about it, Vegas is fixing to start building these marijuana bars, kind of like a cigar cigar bar, right? Where people that want to partake in. Yeah, you can go and do it. You can go on the strip, walk and it into affect a affect everybody. Yeah, I mean, because they don't allow it in the casinos, they don't allow it in the hotels. You know, they just regulate things. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna build specific places on the mm-hmm. strip for people that you know want right. to smoke and partake in it. Hey, I'm fine with that. That's, yeah, I'm good. I mean, if you want to smoke it, that's that's your business. I mean, I don't care. I mean, to me, it's. I it's, think it's healthier than a lot of narcotics that drug companies uh, give us every day, anyway. So yeah, whatever. I mean, to me, it's no different than. I mean, if if alcohol is legal, one hundred percent. That's it. I mean, why are we your, your your job, your employer is still going to have regulations regarding over it. it or so. Not, right. Yeah, so I mean, it's not going to be legal for crane operators to go do this ever, probably. Well, it's, it's not going to be legal for anybody to do it. Right. I mean, like you and I, we we can have, we can have a couple shots of bourbon trace. We can have, matter of fact, Sunday we can sit here and we can drink ten cases of beer and watch games all day. As long as you don't go drive. Now, look, and then Monday morning we go to work, we take a piss test. Or, you know, whatever, and we're clean, you know, because it runs through your system so fast. Mm-hmm. Marijuana's not that way. So, I right. mean, yeah, there's going to be regulations, and, and, and that's good. I, I hope there are, you know. But to answer your question, yes, I, 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 I do believe that if somebody wants to, I think it should be legal. Yeah, and I think uh, I think there's something to be said about it for mental health issues over drugs that we're giving people that – it's yeah, I don't, good, I, 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 I don't. I don't believe in the the medic over medication. No, I, mean, I don't either. It's a problem with their young. Well, well in, in this country, it's like uh, blood thinners, like uh, Eliquis or something like that. Right. 
is sixteen hundred dollars a month, mm-hmm. and who needs butt thinners more than anybody? Oh, else? the elderly. Yeah, can yeah. the elderly afford sixteen hundred a month? No. How no, much, I don't. How, how much? How much is a month supply strip of Octi? Ten dollars. Oh right, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So that, that that tells you drug companies that, are yeah. such criminals. And and and, and who <laughs> regulates drug companies? Yeah, I know, I know. It's 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 crazy. I, it's something I yeah. definitely. It's a conversation I'm going to get into with him uh, because mental health is a, a big, big like he's that. Yeah, that's a hill for I mean, him. I've, I've been I've been the therapist and the mental health yeah, thing. Right. And, yeah, and and yeah, so I'm I'm there. I I, yeah. I feel that I support that. Yeah. So. Uh, Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have you back on. I, I think it'd be great if we if we did this like once a quarter, you know, or, or whatever. I mean, just kind of regularly, and let's just make sure not to talk the same things. Unless, well, unless something major happens. In oh our yeah, topic I mean, we, yeah, yeah. I mean, if something new comes up. Change. Yeah, I get it. All right. So, uh, anyway, uh, hey, and I'm going with this song here as our out. Leave it. Uh, anyway, it's been fun though. Uh, thank you. It's been awesome having you. Are we coming out of the closet? I don't know. Uh, no, I don't no. care. It's 2022. Do uh, you, Blair? Okay, R. Kelly. Uh, your wife's going to be a little, there's going to be some explaining, but that, no, let that, no. So, yeah, I'll leave yeah. that to you. Uh, all right, wait, where's my 910 button? Okay. Right, there <laughs> we go. I was looking for this button right there, but you know, man, one day I'm going to have a producer helping me do dude, this stuff. Dude, we got to get this set up. Well, yeah. yeah. Hey, and next time you come yeah. in here, it'll look totally different. I know. You, you've been saying that, and I, I believe you. All right. Uh, love you guys. Man, appreciate you having me on. Uh, my name's Steve. Um, Kevo's brother. Um, and that's it. He's, I, just, I, I appreciate he's a degenerate. I, I'm a degenerate. I'm unwavering male toxic, toxic male. <laughs> Some of that, yeah. yeah. All right, so next time, guys, love you in this room full of God, family, country. Kevo, that was Steve today. This unwavering toxic masculinity from the dude's den. God's speed. Ooh, Steve, damn. Anyway, God's speed. Love you guys. <laughs>